0: Hi everyone, um, I'm Osman jan resident writer at Untitled. Um, this is the second of, uh, of the podcast series uh, I've been doing throughout the fair, and today I'm with um, dear friend Carolyn Rama, uh, executive director of R2DIA. Uh, we're again sitting on Wendy White's um, couch. Um, and here we'll talk about um, Caroline's uh, picks and uh, observations of the fair, and an she dis- she discovered. I guess we can say um, since since the fair opened on Tuesday. And hi, Caroline. Maybe you can start by talking about RTD a little bit. Sure.
1: Thank you so much for having me. So fun to be Thanks here for on this Jean Couch. Um, So yes, I run Artadia. It's an organization that is 20 years old. Um, And the mission is to support artists. And the main way that we do that is by giving unrestricted grants. And that means that artists can do whatever they want with the money. Um, And it's really just about giving them vital funds, but also about making sure they have a platform, not unlike what Untitled does, giving them a conversation, exposure, Um, And we do this in American cities right now, but maybe international one day. Um, And uh, specifically thinking about what it means to be an artist living and working in a metropolitan area Um, and what kind of success you need to have locally and then what you need nationally and internationally. Mm -hmm. And so thinking about a broader conversation around the importance of artists in our backyard, what they do for us in a broader sense culturally, but then also the art objects that they make and that we covet and and hopefully get to see a lot.
0: And there are artists at the fair that uh, we call them Artadia artists. Yeah, Artadia
1: awardees.
0: Awardees, the artists that you over the years supported or collaborated with. Yes. So So maybe you can start by. Yeah, that's great.
1: Um, So there are 335 and growing artists that we've given grants to in the past 20 years. Um, And what's really cool about Artadia is that even though we've given them a grant Uh, maybe something like 19 or 15 or 12 years ago, we're still in touch with them and we're still following their career. So Stephanie Sajuko that I'm going to start talking about first um, is at Catherine Clark Gallery here. Mm -hmm. And she was... awardee in our first ever class of awardees so 20 years ago and what's really interesting about stephanie's work is i think of her as mostly a photographer um she's really thinking about like again like the history of photography but also
0: like fashion and costume
1: yeah and she takes on different roles and also thinking about ethnicity and where that plays in photography as well but she was in the moma new photographer show four years ago so she got some kind of like resurgence she was like on the cover of the new york times again and what's really awesome about like what an art fair platform can do is that she has some works that feel like more commercial these incredible photographs but then she's been showing these awesome costumes um and so uh, that was really exciting to me because it was work i hadn't seen of hers Um, and so again that's really fun about an art fair like that is a a real discovery
0: and it's a very very striking pieces within the fair because they're they're these very green uh, castings and sculptures that are hard to resist yeah and
1: they're you know thinking about americana they're like very like mm-hmm. typical costumes of colonial, different time right like antebellum south mm-hmm, colonial mm-hmm, uh, pilgrims mm-hmm. and then done in this kind of like muted green that you would have in a backdrop of like a green screen
0: right and they're a little off right with their design there's a yeah. little uncanny about them yeah the I would hands say. yeah right. yeah, exactly yeah.
1: Um, so anyway, so that's that's one Artadia wordy that I'm really excited to see at the fair today. Um, another one is Julio Cesar Morales, and his work is at Gallery Wendy Norris, um, also from San Francisco. And Julio makes work, I think, that um, is very overtly political. He's talking about the border, about immigration, about images of people literally coming through the border to this country. Um, and he's now in Arizona I know I believe mm-hmm. so he this is like very prevalent to his life and thinking about like you know that kind of voyage mm-hmm. um, but then he for me I think you know I'm surprised we don't see more political art these days frankly but for him uh, you know it's Something that feels very poignant and important, but also very beautiful. He's also thinking about like the the wall and the but not
0: a word. It, it's very uh, the work is uh, almost abstract and yes. subdued. Yes. Not in your face or direct or, or it leaves space for thinking and. and and contemplation and anything.
1: Yes, and also just beautiful. I mean, he uses these colors that are, you know, prismatic and Mm -hmm. really beautiful. So, I I like that, like, initially you're just looking at this beautiful image and Mm -hmm. then it takes a a deeper glance to understand what you're looking at and I I think Mm -hmm. that, like, subtle layering is really cool. Yeah, exactly. Um, So, that's Julio Cesar Morales. Um, And then, another Artadia awardee is Summer Wheat who's at Shulamit Nazarian's um, booth. She also has another TD awardee, uh Trenton Doyle Hancock, there in her booth. Um, and Summer Wheat um, has these pieces where she pushes paint through a screen and these very, like, vibrant imagery um, of, like, you know, there's certainly a trend right now of figurative pieces. Right. Um, and so it's really cool to see in Julie Meets Gallery that she has both Trenton that is also this kind of, like, vivid, wonderful image in this um, as well as somebody that has, um, like, figurative in a very different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and Summer has had, you know, she's from Oklahoma originally, and she's had a lot of success lately. But I think she's used the art fair platform to get this whole other audience. Yeah. Um, and so it's been cool to see her her work like really you know shine in an art fair she, um,
0: she lives in Oklahoma she lives in New York now but Oklahoma. she's from
1: Oklahoma I mean if you have a name like summer wheat then you're <laughs> from Oklahoma <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> literally yeah. summer yeah, yeah, wheat yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah she lives in Ridgewood Queens and makes also sculptural objects but this really inventive way of painting so again it's like this screen like your window screen mm-hmm. and then she paints on the back of it and pushes the paint through the screen so oh, wow. it looks like it's woven almost
0: oh it's um, almost the paint bleeds. Yes. Onto the. Surface. And it almost looks it like it's like dripping. Interjects. It almost looks like
1: it's like woven. Yeah, well, this
0: but green. it's actually paint.
1: But it's actually paint. it's so, almost,
0: like, it's almost like, a, it's like a, chemical process. Yes.
1: Um, yeah, and it's really cool because it's imagery of like fish and women and nature and I, I just think like it's it's really beautiful imagery on top of this this very interesting way to make work. Um, very colorful too. Yeah.
0: On a bachelorette party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
1: so those are some of the awardees. um uh, I can jump into some of the artists that I thought like, were yeah. Yeah, yeah, exciting at the fair. Yeah. Discoveries, yeah. Um, so one discovery that I'm really excited about is this artist named Julia Bland at Andrew Reifitz Gallery, mm-hmm. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly, who's in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you know, have been lucky enough to be supporting artists in San Francisco and Chicago for quite a while mm-hmm. with Artadia, um, but hadn't heard of Julia's work. So, you know, there's certainly this trend towards both like ceramic pieces and woven pieces mm. and like elements of like craft, which I hate to say that word, but mm-hmm. why why do we have to say the craft is bad? I don't know but, yeah. why,
0: but why why should it be a bad it's thing It's
1: not a bad thing, but like it's so cool to see so many woven pieces and so much ceramic and she has made these both large scale and small scale woven pieces and you can just like see the labor in it and it's they're just so beautiful. I mean wow, some of the longer larger ones um, drill, have, I would say. Yeah, like there's what I like is like there's some missing elements, some see-through elements, mm-hmm. and then there's some elements that are, um, you know, more tightly woven and it's geometric, but it's like soft colors and it just your eye just bounces around. I just think really I like really that beautiful. idea of
0: chains or leaving things as they are. Yeah. You know, so, I, and and I think I think textile uh, allows that.
1: Like the raw materials yes. combined with like yeah. the, you can actually it see them. Doesn't have to material. be perfect or yeah.
0: complete. Um, there are a lot of textile pieces actually. Yeah, in the there f- were something the like too. I've been seeing um, a lot of fabrics and textiles and cloths being used yeah. around the fair.
1: I mean, I think also what this fair does so well is that there are pieces like there are galleries from that are truly international. I mean, some fairs say mm-hmm. that, and then. You know, yeah, maybe yeah. there's like one random one from Vienna, yeah. but there yeah, might yeah. be five galleries from Vienna here yeah, or yeah, 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 from yeah. Torino, and, but also from Africa and also yeah, yeah, like yeah. artists that are really international. There's, there's Ethiopian
0: artists. Exactly. In Ghana. Yeah.
1: Yes, exactly. I mean, on that note, there was an artist um, that I really liked at uh, Dio Oria Gallery. I hope I pronounced that correctly, which is, I believe, a Greek gallery.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But there were like these, Really beautiful paintings by this artist, Ulda Guzman, who is from the Dominican Republic. And then are painted on panel um, and like really these lush landscapes. And I believe that she also has some pieces at the Perez Museum right now in their collection. Really young artist um, born in the late 80s, but again, I'm not positive. Mm -hmm. Um, But I love also, again, seeing that like here's a Greek gallery showing an artist from the Dominican Republic in Miami. You know, and I love that. There's another gallery called um, Up for, which is a Portland gallery that mm-hmm. had two artists, who maybe you can say the names because I don't, I can't, I don't have them right in front of me, um, that are also from Latin descent, um, but live in New York. And you know, Ronnie
0: Cueva and Esperanza Cortez.
1: Yes, exactly. Um, and that was really fun to see, like mm-hmm. the dialogue between those two artists, but also like. What Artadia is thinking about is what does it mean to have a space in Portland, Oregon, or what does it mean to have a space Mm -hmm. in Chicago and be like showing these artists Mm in different places and Mm -hmm. And where does like
0: exposure in a way.
1: But also like where does like where you're come from affect what the work you make and Mm -hmm. what kind of platform you want to have Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and it just it's really cool to see a very truly international dialogue happen here.
0: Based on based on your experience, do you think those galleries are galleries in cities? in cities cities such as Portland or or Virginia, do you think they show mostly local artists or do they um, aim to bring artists from from bigger cities into those cities?
1: I think that it's, um, you know, an interesting thing. You know, it's like any institution. Um, You know, you've got to both champion the local and also the bring a conversation that you're not getting locally. Um and so with galleries, it's also about the market of course. Like let's not forget that these are like shops that are trying to sell things. So it's also like the kind of exposure you can get in Miami at this fair with this international audience like you can't necessarily get in Portland. So I don't know, you guys like you'd have to ask them like how much do people right. want when you walk yeah, yeah, into the yeah. gallery do they want to see only local i would hope that people are open to both you know right. but i think here it's super exciting just to see again that dialogue mm-hmm. that like galleries that have like really i think they clearly have demonstrated that they're like, reaching quite broadly to uh-huh. to get to know artists that are not in their backyard uh-huh. yeah.
0: yeah yeah yeah
1: i mean but again like a greek gallery showing an artist from the Dominican I mean, like, yeah
0: next to a gallery from from Maybe from Miami or or from yeah. Ghana. Or, yeah. yeah, exactly,
1: exactly. Yeah. I think
0: that's the cool thing about the fair is that you're on this ground platform. You can literally jump from one um, city to another. Yes. Within weeks. Yeah. You know.
1: And I think also some galleries are known for different things. Like like when I go into like Andrew Rapids gallery, if I go to Rena Branson. I'm going to know that Rena's going to show San Francisco artists like uh-huh. like uh, international but it's like I know that that will be like a lot of what uh-huh. you see there so it's maybe nice to have a
0: combination mm-hmm. of both. Yeah. Um, it's important as a gallery for the brand. Yeah, thing. totally. Yeah.
1: To be known for something right. interesting. interesting. Yeah. Like I, I really like this gallery um, Hesse Flatlow mm-hmm. um, which is in New York. Which is a brand new gallery, maybe ten year old.
0: Okay. Um, I have to say I haven't heard of them.
1: Yeah, it's it's new, and they're gonna show like basically just emerging artists, and we can talk about that word if you want. But they're showing um, Alana Harris, uh, Bond, I think is say the last name, who was in the Whitney Biennial, showed some video pieces there. I don't know if you remember that. Um, yes, exactly. Yes. Uh, um, that
0: piece is really I love the. I I love that how she also included um, sculpture, ceramics next yes, to the video yes. and, and they go together.
1: Well, that's what I really liked. Um, yeah. So there's ceramic elements that she made that are used within the video but mm-hmm. then you can buy the ceramic e- mm-hmm. elements as a mm-hmm. little complete set mm-hmm. and then she also did collages and for me that is exciting to see any artist and I think artists are increasingly working towards like I don't just make paintings I don't just make mm-hmm. sculpture and it's really cool to see like a full story in yeah. their practice and that was really well done in that booth today.
0: Or two mediums well, com- completing each other. Yes. Because they, that's more piece. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Do you... Do you
1: And they're these kind of like cooking show Yeah, with, her, with mom. her mom. Yeah, 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 yeah And yeah. then the ceramic pieces are all like elements from the kitchen and uh-huh. they're kind of like on the verge of kind of absurd, kind of oh, yeah, campy. Yeah, right. It's not they, real. It's yeah.
0: Not, it's not food you, can, you should eat. Right,
1: exactly. <laughs> anyway, I thought those were really fun and clever and great to see at the fair. Um, arena.
0: Do you... Do you consider fairs as an opportunity to actually do the discovery? Do you... Oh, definitely. When you go to a fair in New York or wherever, are you sort of, are your antennas open to finding new? Yeah, it
1: depends on the fair. Mm-hmm. At this fair and untitled, absolutely. Uh, say, Basel, not so much.
0: So you not discover Well,
1: also, I mean, not that I know so much, it's yeah, just yeah. that, like, it's too big uh-huh. and I don't necessarily know if... That kind of fair is a place for discovery. Mm-hmm. It's like maybe a place for you to like learn about, or like learn more about like a new work or a new change in practice that an mm-hmm. artist has. But here, it's a hundred percent about discovery because mm-hmm. there are you know artists from countries that we don't uh, yeah. ever get to get exposure to. So it's really everything and is very new to, talk to me. To, yeah,
0: to, uh, it's easier to talk to dealers or artists yes. a more sensible Yeah, absolutely and
1: also to say that you know there are artists here that are also like dear friends like Jenna Griffin that we've talked about and Frederick and yeah that we just saw um, I mean Jenna is a very dear old friend of mine that I've known for almost 20 years and it's really cool to see that she has this platform here as well like next to all these different artists mm-hmm. and Jenna's an interesting story because she's getting a lot of attention right now for her very beautiful, lush portraits. I mean certainly again like back to figurative art, like it's really happening right now at the moment. Um, and, you know, Jenna has been making work in a similar vein. Um, went to art school recently and it's been interesting to think about like what does art school mean for an artist? Like what kind of exposure does that give you?
0: Yes, or go later
1: because you know she went in her 30s as opposed to in her 20s, mm-hmm. um, and like what kind of conversation that brings again. Um, maybe you need that kind of experience, um, but also it's just like very thrilling that she's mm-hmm. getting this kind of attention, um, and she's made these little lush paintings, if mm-hmm. I'm using that word.
0: But they're small. I'm surprised. they're small. Yeah. Yeah. But. But
1: it brings so much, there's a world in them, so that's kind of fun too.
0: I think the scale is very important because they ask you to approach them and get more physical and closer. Yes. They're not overpowering or demanding space or modest.
1: And also sexy. I mean, there are oh, beautiful, yeah. they're beautiful nice. naked <laughs> bodies of women. Um, um, there's a lot of I don't know women, I guess, yeah. depicted in this whole fair. Yeah, more so than I would say. Yeah, like, yeah, yes. Um, My
0: this past yesterday article was about the body oh, around the fair, okay. and Jenna is one of the interesting um, the the painting uh, uh, called Elizabeth Burgher yeah, poses for her Diana sculpture just a um, female nude holding a big arrow. Yeah. Um, and sort of aiming. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, uh, With these
1: like very pink nipples.
0: That's it's, uh, Jenna's signature now. I think I was going yeah. to say that but I wasn't sure. It's, I think that's...
1: Yeah, I think she's going through a phase where the nipples are brightening. Yeah yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Definitely.
1: Um, I'm trying to think of like anybody else but like I feel like we... Oh yeah, I mean I thought one really cool discovery also um, Haynes Gallery. I like a very different thing than figurative work. Um, there's the Cuban collaborative called Los Carpenteros, which I'm sure you're familiar with, um, have I guess disbanded or maybe they're just doing some individual work right now, but they have an artist um there who is um Marco Castillo and he's doing work as a solo artist there and that was really like fun to see these kind of architectural pieces mm-hmm. that are um, really beautifully rendered, and not dissimilar to what you maybe would find in those Carpenteros. But uh-huh. again, like it's really cool to like see an artist doing something new. Mm-hmm. That's like I wouldn't find it untitled mm-hmm.
0: um,
1: I like those pieces quite a bit. Um, I think if there's anybody else that we like have to talk about,
0: what's what's on your agenda? today or this Miami
1: well this has been a very big year for us as I said it's our 20th anniversary yesterday we announced that we're giving more grants oh great
0: in 2020 congratulations
1: thank you um, again I think what Artadia is great about doing is that we are um, very small organizations so we can be quite responsive Um, We recognized that we were getting tons of applicants for our Mm -hmm. open call. Um, That's also what's very exciting about Artadia is that it's open to any artist that wants to apply. What
0: is the uh, application process? Maybe you can talk.
1: Yeah, sure. So it's a pretty simple application. We believe in not having artists take away too much time from their practice. Um, And then it's a two-tiered during process with curators. So they're the ones that are reviewing all the applications. And then we do a a second round of studio visits with a group of finalists. And then artists are chosen uh, based on artistic merit, but also um, criteria that includes how they um, maybe represent the larger demographic of their city. I think Uh that's something that we've been thinking about more and more is that it's not necessarily just about the work. It's also about making sure that we are... As a collective, this group of Artadia awardees really is um, uh, artists that are um, diverse in every single way. Mm-hmm. You know, both in terms of ethnicity, but also in terms of um, actual artwork medium, but also in terms of like where they are in their careers. Mm-hmm. So. Um, kind of getting ahead of myself, but the, the important thing um, is that, again, we have so many applicants
0: because mm-hmm. the
1: application is open to anyone that wants to apply, right. so we wanted to figure out how to give more grants, so we're starting with giving a whole nother grant in each of our cities, so we'll right. you know, give three in each city every year, so we go back to each city every single year. Um, we want to show that commitment. Something else that's very exciting is we're thinking about how to expand to other cities, I mean, it's our dream to be able to have Artadia awardees in, you know, cities across the world, um, because there are certainly deserving artists that want that recognition and need that recognition, and that it's a, it would be great to give that platform. But it's also all about creating, like, a community of people, both in terms of who funds the awards themselves, but also who can be on the ground to support the artists beyond just the money itself. Um so, we're, again, we're thinking about different partners wow. in the next couple of years and new cities. So, wow. we've been really busy. So, what else have we been doing in Miami? I'm probably going to, I don't know, touch the sand Please once Please do. Or twice we're so close to it. Where we can see it.
0: We, can, we could even do this mm-hmm. conversation on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> well, we should have done that. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much yeah, for thank you. coming and uh, being a part of uh, being a part of this so. Yeah,
1: I mean, we've had a great relationship with Untitled, and we love what they do here and also in San Francisco, and, um, yeah, it's a joy to be able to take a deeper look.
0: Yeah, yeah. You, you'll be going to San Francisco?
1: Oh, yes. Um, it's, again, where Artadia was founded. I don't know if I said that, but um, we are really interested in, you know, engaging that community. We have 90 Artadia awardees that live in San Francisco or the Bay Area, mm-hmm. larger Bay Area. And 60 of them still live in the Bay Area, which I think is a cool statistic. So, for us to um, make sure that they have this cool platform, will you be
0: there during the fair? Oh, yes. Oh, great.
1: Let's do another podcast.
0: I know. I'll be
1: there. Great. We'll see you guys soon.
0: That's the plan. Okay. Okay. So, chapter two. Chapter two. San Francisco in January. Great. See you soon. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, Enjoy Miami. Thank you. you Thank you. Bye.